Hello and welcome to the Better Days Coaching Podcast. The aim of this podcast is to give you guidance, advice, tools and techniques in the hope that with better understanding and more knowledge, you're able to reach your physique goals whilst maintaining a good relationship with food and your body. I'm Daisy and if at any point you'd like to know more about working with me, then all the information you need will be in the links in the podcast bio or you can always send me a message. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Hello and welcome to the Best Days Coaching Podcast. My name is Daisy and I've just realised that I have never actually introduced myself on any of my podcasts. Uh, I think I've just assumed if you made it this far you kind of know who I am but I could be wrong so there you go. I'm Daisy, thanks for listening. I appreciate all the listens and hopefully you'll be able to find something valuable from this podcast. Today we're going to be talking about, well I say we, I am going to be talking about reverse dieting. Pretty much the like basics 101, everything you need to know, what it is, who's it for, why might you need it, why people do it, how it works, how to do it, um, and things to remember when you are doing it. So if you are thinking that you've heard of reverse and it might be for you or you're not sure, then keep on listening. Uh, I do go into things in a bit more detail just because I know some people like to know the science behind it, so um, it might help understand and with the mental side of it. So you can always listen to this on two times speed if it's too long, uh, but or just do it multitasking while you're walking, cleaning, driving to work, whatever, whatever takes your fancy. Um, so let me start by saying, what is reverse dieting? Well, essentially, it's the opposite of dieting. Bet you didn't see that one coming. <laughs> so it's the action of increasing our calories to find or to potentially increase your maintenance calories. I'll go into how that works later in a bit more depth. But you may be wondering, who is this for? Is it for me? Could I be suitable for a reverse diet? So there are kind of two categories of people that are suitable to a reverse diet. The first one is someone who's coming out of a dieting phase or a calorie deficit. So they've been for a set amount of time, maybe four months maximum, hopefully, been eating in a deficit and they want to come back up to their maintenance calories, find their new maintenance. Um, so they're category one. But it is also for people or for someone who has been chronically under eating for a really long time maybe falls into that binge restrict cycle because basically you've got a dieting mindset. So maybe you've lost weight or maybe you haven't lost weight, but you still have a really high food and body preoccupation. Maybe you're not seeing results um, when you're eating low calories. And just for reference, most adult women should be eating at least 2,000 as a maintenance. So, you know, if on a daily basis you're eating anything less than that for an extended period of time you could be ready for a reverse diet because perhaps some of your health factors have taken a hit so you might be experiencing experiencing symptoms like bad sleep low energy feeling cold all the time uh, maybe you have difficulty recovering from training maybe you're struggling to see any fat loss results or any strength gains muscle gains you've got poor sleep 
maybe you've got irregular menstrual cycles or you're not having any at all like this these could all be symptoms of you underfueling your body for a prolonged period of time so why do we need to reverse diet as i've said it is a great way to well it is essentially the best way to find your maintenance um because if you're exiting a diet phase your the maintenance you had before is unlikely to be the same maintenance that you have now because probably you weigh less so your body is going to be expending less um and if you've been underfeeding yourself you your health has probably taken a real hit and you're not seeing results as i've just said so you want to be reverse dieting to try and bring that back up so you're primed for a fat loss phase you are healthy you are feeling strong you are just feeling better in yourself because if we've been trying to like starve ourselves for a really long time or yo-yo dieting you know our health markers are going to be really low um our biofeedback as i like to call it so well i didn't coin the phrase this was actually coined by uh, Sam Miller he has a idea of shreds and I use this with my clients so shreds is your sleep hunger recovery energy digestion and stress so this is all your biofeedback that we monitor when I'm working with you as your coach um, and all of these things can take a massive hit when you have been underfueling yourself regularly so why do we do it we want to make yourself feel better we want you healthy so if you've been underfeeding yourself, your daily energy expenditure has likely decreased and your metabolism has downregulated. So when you start to add more food, it makes sense that our metabol- metabolism will upregulate. I have done an episode on this, but I'm kind of going to go into it again. Um, so for some people, this can be your maintenance goes up like a lot more maybe your metabolism adapts higher quite a lot and for others it's less but it will happen to everyone in some capacity so reverse dieting helps you find your maintenance ceiling as it were because it's not a magic thing where you're suddenly going to be able to just keep going up and up and up and eat and eat without gaining weight there is a point where your body will stop adapting to the food and then puts you into a surplus. So we want to find the very top of that where you want you to be eating as much food as you possibly can in a maintenance. So that's where a reverse diet fits in. I'll talk a little bit how it works. So I mentioned before that our daily energy expenditure, so our total daily energy expenditure is known as our TDEE. This is how much energy we burn in a day. It is made up of four components. So 70% is your basal metabolic rate, and this is how much your body burns at rest. Uh, Just keeping your organs functioning, keeping you alive. 15%, so you know, the majority of that is just our body keeping us alive. 15% is what's known as NEAT, so non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So this is like unconscious movements. This is your body fidgeting or blinking or just any type of movement. And, you know, crudely, we do adjust this when we look at your daily step count. So walking can be considered that 
as part of this. Um, you know, there is some argument that people say, well, if you're purposely going out for a walk, doesn't that count as purposeful exercise? And I understand that, but we try and keep it within that neat genre. Next, so that's 70% BMR, 15% neat. Next is 10% TEF, which is the thermal effect of food. So this is how much your body burns or the energy expends digesting the food that you eat. And then finally, we've got our exercise activity thermogenesis. So this is our purposeful exercise. So this is your workouts. And this only is 5% of your daily energy expenditure. 5% less than how much your body is burning from digesting food. So a lot of the time people kind of forget about the walking or you know, the food side and just think, oh, well, I'm working out but not seeing results. Why am I not seeing results? It's because it only makes up of 5% of the energy expend. Anyway, I digress. I'm getting sidetracked. That could be another episode. Um, so if we are eating less, all of that goes down. So your basal metabolic rate will reduce. So it is expending less energy. It wants to conserve energy. Your NEAT will go down because, again, it wants to conserve energy as much as much energy as possible. And they even did this study where those that were in a prolonged calorie deficit would not take, not even step up on the sidewalk. Or I don't know why I called it the sidewalk, the path. Sidewalk's American. But you know what I mean. They wouldn't even take that tiny step up because, you know, your body is subconsciously, that was the word I was looking for, subconsciously, um, trying to conserve as much energy as possible. The thermic effect of food goes down, obviously, because you aren't eating as much food. And your exercise activity goes down because probably your energy is low. Uh, during your workouts, if you do end up doing them, you might not have as much energy to do them. Or you may not have energy to do them at all because you're so tired you can't get up on the sofa. So if it's all going down, obviously, it makes sense that if we're eating more, it can all go up. So, you know, there's... Your basal metabolic rate will find its ceiling. Um, for some people, the NEAT really, really, really increases. And this all comes down to genetics. For some people, it doesn't as much. Um, so we'll always try and keep you know, steps at a reasonable level for health, a minimum 8.5K steps a day. Uh, but maybe you'll fidget more. Without even realizing it, your body will respond well to more food. Thermal effect of food, obviously you're eating more, so there's more to burn through. And you'll probably smash your workouts better, put more energy into them, maybe lift heavier, maybe run faster. So it makes sense that if we eat more food, all of those things are going to go up as well. So that is ultimately how the reverse diet works. How do you do a reverse diet? So there are two ways that I like to work through a reverse diet with my clients. So if they're coming from a deficit... Uh, the reverse diet, or, or this is also known as a recovery diet, will jump up straight away to 250 calories. This is if they kind of have a good relationship with food, they're ready to eat more, they're not too worried, um, they're, they're just ready to, to find their new maintenance, eat more food. So we'll jump up to 250 calories, hang out there for a couple of weeks and, you know, checking that the weight is stable and the measurements are stable and then we'll start to increase there by 100 calories a week. Um, if I'm working with someone who has just quite a low 
um, is chronically under eating, then we will just add 100 calories a week because this slower approach can kind of help mentally. It is hard to suddenly start eating more food when you've spent so long not eating more food. Um, but, you know, when you start eating more food, your health markers will go up. You'll find you're binge eating less. You'll find you're thinking about food less. You'll enjoy life more. It, it's There are so many good things that come along. And really people have this fear that they're going to gain weight. But if you are eating less than 2,000 calories, it is extremely unlikely that eating anyway, like even if, you know, people are starting at 12, 1300 calories a day and fear that if they start eating 14, 15, 16, they're going to gain weight. And if you are in a lean body, a very lean body, then it may be that you gain some weight and it may be that you need to gain that weight, maybe for your health's sake. And we should always make health our priority over our aesthetics that you need a little bit of extra body fat. But if you are maybe in slightly larger body fat or have higher levels of body fat, uh, then it is unlikely that you are going to gain weight. In some cases, in a few cases, people may potentially lose weight. And this is because, I think as I mentioned in the... Uh, is your metabolism, metabolism broken podcast. This is because that they actually probably were eating more than 1,400 calories a day, even if they said they weren't. So when they come to 1,700, then they're actually in a deficit. So, But the, the goal of a reverse diet is not to lose weight. It is to bring your calories up higher so that you are primed, you're healthy, first of all, and primed for a fat loss phase later on down the line, if that's your goal. So we need to make sure that we're tracking the scale weight. Don't be afraid of the fluctuations or even an increase in scale weight because you can expect up to be up to like 1.5 kg increase. And this can be from like food volume, um, more glycogen storage in the muscle, um, extra sodium for all the food, things like that. But what we also want to do is track our weekly measurements. So if they're stable, especially the measurements around the waist, then go ahead, keep increasing your weekly intake, increasing your calories. You want to be at least, most people want to be at least 2,000. But you'll be surprised how much further you can go. And I know that can sound scary if you're only eating like 1,200 calories a day or even if you're eating 1,500 calories a day most days when you're tracking, it can sound really scary. But trust me, it will be the best decision that you've made in your life if you fall into the under-eating category. Um, but anyway, I digress again, digress again. So if the measurement's take a big jump then I would hold off hang around at those calories for a while and see what happens see if your measurements level out um, if they keep increasing then pull the calories back just ever so slightly back to the 100 calories that you were before uh, so this is how I would approach a reverse diet with any client now it's important to remember that you have to be hitting your targets each day so if you 
aren't, then that might be bringing your average down. So you're never going to know if it's working. So unless you're eating, you know, let's say I've set you 1700 a day, you need to be on it every single day. If you're eating 1700, 1700, and then a couple of days, 1400, 1400, you're not going to be really giving it a good go because that brings your whole average down. So it makes it a moot point. So you have to commit to this. And again, I know this can be hard, which is why having a coach to support you through this can be really beneficial um, with the mental side of it. I know that eating more can be a struggle, especially when you're so used to suppressing your appetite or ignoring it. Um, And you feel really full quite quickly. But trust me, your hunger will adapt and you need to adjust your food choices. So maybe you're in a habit of going for low calorie, low fat, high volume foods, switch it over, opt for full fat options, have lower volume foods. Um, Also, liquid calories are going to be a great way to get calories in when you are struggling with your hunger. But maybe giving yourself like a meal structure, meal times, um, but you have to make the commitment, just like you make the commitment when you're in a deficit phase, that this is a really important part of the process to get to where you want to be eventually. And I know it's hard, but if you don't do it, then nothing's gonna change from where you are now. To be clear, I think I've said this already, but it's not a magic answer to suddenly being able to eat 300 calories a day. Well, maybe for some people, but it's a way that helps to learn how to eat at maintenance. This is especially if you've been so used to restricting for a long time, you don't really know how to eat normally. So it teaches you how to eat normally through tracking and then maybe you can step away from tracking for a little bit Um, and get your body back to feeling healthy and strong because we shouldn't constantly be trying to live in a deficit. We should only be in a deficit for a very small amount of time. So, you know, if you want to come into a fat loss phase later on down the line, I would suggest hanging out on maintenance for at least three months so your body is like fully ready. There's no point coming straight into a deficit after it because you're, you, you wouldn't have given your body time to adapt. So, you know, use this time at maintenance to enjoy life a bit more, like feel less strict, less restricted, get strong, uh, have more balance step away from tracking for a little bit it's a really nice time to be in and it will give you so much freedom and like I said it can be hard but getting yourself a coach that can help that can help immensely and I say that from experience because I was in your shoes once I had to do this and it was a really, really, really difficult time, but I acknowledge and I'm so grateful that I pushed through and I had a really supportive coach to help me do that because I wouldn't be able to be in this place where I am now. And, you know, that's part of the reason that I took up coaching because I wanted to be able to help other people who have been in my situation. And I will support you every step of the way. Um, no problem is too big or small. So if you'd like to learn more about one-to-one coaching with me, um, maybe you think reverse dieting might be the step that you need to take. Or even if you don't, maybe if you just want to come into a fat loss phase and you feel like you're ready for that, just send me an email, 
find me on Instagram. And if there's anyone that you felt would benefit from this podcast, please do share it with them. And yeah, that's it. I think I always finish my podcast like that. I always run out of steam at the end. Like I'm about to say something else and then I forget. Anyway, (laughs) I will let you go. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope that you found that valuable. And I will see you again next time. Thank you for your time and attention. I appreciate it because your time is valuable. If you want to know more about working with me, head to the links in the podcast bio. And if you enjoyed this episode and found it useful, I'd love to hear from you. So please tag me in your stories at better.days.coaching or you can shoot me a message. And if you know anyone who might benefit or enjoy this episode, why not share it with them? Thanks, guys.